0: So, if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm/.start. That's anchor.fm/.start. To join me and a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor, that's anchor.fm/.start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Hello to my frame chasers. It's Wednesday and you already know what it is. A new episode of Chasing the Frame today. I'm with Trap Gambino. Trap, how are you, dude?
1: How you doing, brother? Cannot complain.
0: That's good, man. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. It's, you know, the middle of the week, as they say, you know. (laughs) So before we get into the episode, I just want to take care of a few housekeeping items. As you know, we have t-shirts on teespring.com slash doors slash chasing the dash frame. We got men's and women's hashtag frame chaser shirts in black with white lettering ranging from about $20 to about $25.99 for that tri-blend t-shirt. Crew neck and v-neck t-shirts are available. Ready to rock and roll to your door today. Also, those shirts are super duper soft. Highly recommend if you don't have a Teespring store, go out and get one. It's free to use. It's free to make and all you have to do you make the profit from making the shirts basically. Like if the shirt's 25 bucks, I think we make a nine dollar net profit or whatever it is. But it's awesome. It's great. It's use it. I highly recommend. Uh last bit of housekeeping before we get into the show. Uh we're gonna try something different. We're gonna go into a few forms of donations real quick before we get into this. So again, we have a paypal.me slash ctf podcast. You can cash at me at jdemarco 3 Also on the YouTube, we are accepting Litecoin XRP donations. Because uh, we're keeping that good faith in the cryptocurrency because, hey, it's the future. Let's be honest. There's a lot of things going on right now, as you know, about crypto, and it's awesome. So I'm not ex- asking for the whole world from it, like one Litecoin, which is 70 bucks at the moment. You guys can give pieces, whatever you want to give. It's up to you. I don't care as long as you're getting good information on this show. So let's get ready. Who's, re- who's ready to chase frames today? So trap, first question I ask everyone on the show, dude. Where are you from originally?
1: Uh, I'm originally from Worcester, Ohio, where I'm at right now.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. That's cool, man.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> How's it feel? Yeah, being home? Uh,
1: it's, it's a little in, in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's about uh, 40 miles south of Akron, Ohio. Yeah. Small town, not really much here. So that's uh, so why I kind of last and came to Vegas.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I have a question. Are you an OSU fan?
1: Um, I'm not, man. I'm oh. not really a football fan.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs>
1: because of my... Study, says that I should have, you know, probably got into football. Yeah, my brother's a huge football fan, but me, not so much. I'm more into MMA and
0: okay,
1: that's a, MMA right. pro wrestling.
0: All right, all right, no, that's good. We we can get along. I'm not an OSU fan, so we're still good friends now. <laughs>
2: Yeah.
0: So, uh, cool, cool. second question for you is: What was the TV show, movie, actor, director? You know, book maybe. I don't know, whatever it is. Maybe musical artist. You know, because I think I believe I seen you do music as well. What was it that said to you, that spoke to you, and you said to yourself, "I want to do this"?
1: Uh, you know what, man? I originally came to Vegas to believe it or not. I came here to fight. Well, I came there to fight mm-hmm. mixed martial arts Yeah. And, uh, I kind of just took. An, another road and mm. I started acting and I never really wanted to be an actor. I never thought I was gonna be an actor. Yeah. But uh it's a little more natural than it should, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And uh my my fighting took a detour mm-hmm. but now I got my debut set for uh May second. Nice. Of this year.
0: Well good luck. Uh this episode will be posted after so we will ask how you did after this. Is that ep- uh post So good luck with your fight.
1: Yeah, I feel like um like inspiration mm-hmm. I yeah. inspiration from anybody who who's successful, really. Yeah. Uh inspiration of mine is Floyd Mayweather, yeah. uh Edward Stern. stern um, believe it or not, I'm a fan of Artie Lang. Okay. Uh not you that know, with and that. loading a lifestyle. I, I like that stuff.
0: Yeah. So um all about what was that?
1: I said it's all about the adventure there, right? Yeah,
0: it's all about the adventure. So so you moved moving- <laughs> So you moved to Vegas, you said, for the MMA, right? And um, Yeah. So how'd you get into acting then? How'd, how'd that fall into your lap? Or how'd you fall into ha- so you acting plan- lap?
1: I have to credit former UFC fighter Jason Reinhardt. Mm-hmm. So me and him are buddies. Uh, I used to sponsor MMA fighters. Okay. And that's how I know him, Reinhardt. And uh, he always told me, like, man, you have a look for acting. I mm-hmm. see you acting. I always kind of, like, blew him off. And then... Uh, one day, I uh, seen an ad online. They're looking for a big guy for a stunt role, mm-hmm. and I went there. and It was a SAG film, a union film, and holy shit, that scared me. Space <laughs> car started right beside me. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so it was a union film, and I met a bunch of other union actors in Las Vegas. And you know as well as I do, Las Vegas is a really small acting community. Yeah. So once you start to get in that. That group, you kind of, kind of stuck in it. Yeah. If you want to keep working, everybody knows everybody. They'll start networking, inviting you to parties, mm-hmm. meeting producers. And if they like your look, if they like your attitude, if they like your style, then they'll keep hiring you as long yeah. as you're responsible and work.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, what was that experience?
1: Uh, I like? fell into it really. Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
0: Sorry. Uh, I was going to say, what was that experience like being on that set for the first time? What was your, like, how, were you wide-eyed, bushy tail were, were you like, whoa, what is this? What is that? Like, what's and going...
1: So, when I first put in, uh, when I first did um, a self, self-submission, self mm-hmm. first of all, I never thought I would get a call back or anything yeah. like that because I had any acting experience yeah. or any acting classes or anything like that. And I get a call back and I show up on set. And it's kind of like one of those things where you audition like right there and then the movies that night, short film type.
0: (laughs) What a turnaround.
1: (laughs) I was terrified. (laughs) It was at the deep mansion. I don't know if you know where that is, but it's a big, beautiful mansion in Las Vegas. Where at again? So that alone, that was my first mansion I've ever been in. So I'm from small town, Ohio. I've never seen any of this. Yeah. I show up uh, and you know, everybody's, you got the cameras and the lights and I'm definitely pretty intimidated So. Mm. Uh, I just remember thinking like, damn man, I probably don't belong here, but it's cool that I'm here.
0: <laughs> yeah. And what, what mansion was that again? You said,
1: uh, it's the D and D mansion in Las Vegas.
0: D and D mansion. I never heard of that actually. Yeah. Where's that at?
1: Yeah, they have like A and A, D and D, B and B, all that stuff. Oh
0: my gosh. never, what? Oh my gosh.
1: It's a beautiful spot. I've actually filmed, uh, twice there.
0: Oh, nice. I have, to like, I have to definitely look that up. That, I've, I've heard of like the, you ever hear of the Persian palace or whatever it's called in Vegas? I have not. Oh, that's another no. mansion. That's kind of, uh, a, I have seen it. It's kind of bougie a little bit, but, uh, yeah, it's got like a whole bunch of shit too. It. It's really weird, but, uh, I I've never been there, but I've seen it's pictures not. and stuff. It's, and it's like so weird.
1: Yeah. The graffiti mansion is another one. Oh,
0: graffiti mansion. Wow. There's, I didn't, there's so many mansions I didn't know about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. So um
1: nothing but play there. Man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you do that, you do you do this gig for the first time and then the next day what are you doing? What are you like you looking for more gigs to do acting wise or are you going to start taking classes? You know what?
2: Next day
1: the next day uh <laughs> I'm posting up on Facebook mm-hmm. all the pictures like hey, here's me on set and yeah. everything and I'm uh networking so I'm yeah. you know friend requesting every actress or actor I remember seeing on fucking mm-hmm. set. You know, trying to you know just, I guess, weasel my way into the game, yeah. And I started joining groups
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, more ads for actors. And I, I guess I have a certain look to me, so they started typecasting me for mm. like mafia roles and you know, strip yeah. club owner, some kind of criminal <laughs> stuff. But uh, I mean, I can't complain, uh, typecast is better than no work, you know,
0: that's true. I mean, the last name kind of gives it away with mafia, no offense, man.
2: <laughs> yeah just Yeah.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> so funny. you're doing those things like, um, yeah
1: I was just going to say I feel like uh, if I lose the more I lose weight yeah. the more these roles are going to open up because like uh, you can't really like if I see like an action mm-hmm. role I don't even try to self submit for that because you, you can't really be a fat guy as an action hero unless you're like Paul Blart mall cop yeah, or yeah. something funny like that <laughs> So I feel like, uh, the more I lose weight, the more roles will open up and I won't get typecasted so much. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just way up, man. I've only been doing it for a year and okay, I'm super blessed to be in everything I'm in.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, that's a good thing. That's a good thing that you're being in all these things, even if, and again, and like, I bet you're learning so much doing all, even though you're yeah, typecasted, absolutely. you're learning so much from it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Actually, um, work with the Las Vegas police department as well. Oh, nice. And, uh, yeah, and they do uh, simulated crime scenes, mm-hmm. and it's probably the most interesting job I've ever had, man. Oh yeah, uh, okay. you learn on the police side and the acting side. Yeah.
2: <laughs> how uh, how did <laughs> you get to that?
1: Um, an actor buddy gave me the information to get on there. He knew I was good at um, you know ad libbing and mm-hmm. um, how call it. Uh, I got a brain for it now.
0: Oh, so good, no worries.
1: Yeah. Anyway. What's it called when you come up with something on the spot? Impro- the improvise. I'm like, improvise. Yeah, yes. that's what I'm <laughs> Yeah, it, it I'm good at improv. Yeah. So you hit me up at the bowl, It's basically like uh, we're training people that are looking to become cops at the UNLV. Okay. To handle crime situations. And they want us to be as brutal as we can. They want us to be as dark as we can and as mm-hmm. realistic as we can. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's one of the craziest jobs i've ever had
2: oh yeah it yeah
1: i mean like like for example yeah go ahead so if um if uh we're in a crime scene and the the um play police you know they're, they're everybody's acting if the play police put us in a situation where i'm the victim and like i'm by the other guy who like started everything yeah we're gonna fight and we're allowed to, like, push each other, mm-hmm. get physical, because they want it to be as realistic as possible. Yeah. They want us to get da- down dirty. If Some of our characters are racist.
2: Okay. Some of our
1: wow. characters are homophobic. Almost... It's pretty wild, man. That is wild.
0: <laughs> Do you feel uncomfortable doing some of that stuff sometimes, too, where it's like, oh, my God, I don't like. I don't want people to think I'm that way? <laughs> you
1: know, this is going to sound bad. Yeah. But I'm just going to I grew up in an area like that. Okay. <laughs> so, like... I'm kind of used to it. I'm kind of used to my family being mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, uh, I'm used to growing up like that, and I'm obviously not like that anymore. But yeah. uh, nothing new to me. Mm. I used to see it every day.
2: Yeah. So yeah,
1: so it doesn't really make me comfortable.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: The the, the that make me uncomfortable is when they like try to put you in a dress or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Have they done that?
1: Um, they they've tried. Okay. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I, I got away with just wearing a crown instead
0: oh that works <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah it's, it's why man especially in las vegas it's yeah. just uh seems like the wild west it's a lot it, different than
0: it is. what i heard it is uh well, well, well let me ask you this what well, i mean i, I mean I'm, I'm guessing obviously the mma brought you to vegas because the mma is the biggest cat like well, probably the capital of the world in las vegas Right, and then let me ask you this because I forgot to mention this. As you mentioned this, you said you like pro wrestling. Do you think the pro, watching the pro wrestling as a child, it, um, when you did, if you did, uh, and you know the MMA because their personalities was that easy for you? Because because of those things, and you watching those, was it easy for you to act maybe because of that and get into the you know, ab-
1: yeah, absolutely, man. I was uh actually talking to my aunt the other day about yeah. that, and me and my cousin to play pro wrestling when we were kids and. Mm. Used to set up like chairs and pretend there was an audience in there, and okay. throw each other bowls And every time we had something to take out to the trash, we would throw each other through it first. And <laughs> yeah, cut uh, cutting promos as a twelve-year-old on my like Sony box definitely helped a lot. Improv, improv, and yeah, yeah. acting—it definitely does feel more natural because of that.
0: Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite Absolutely. wrestler? Absolutely, that's attributed to it for sure. Who's your favorite wrestler? <laughs> Triple H. Triple H. Okay, you you you're a fan of the game.
1: Yeah, back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. Uh, it was it was uh, I'm a '90s kid. So, okay. Uh, attitude era all day. Okay. Triple H took over. Triple was injured. That, that was my uh, that was my time.
0: All right, all right. I I dig it. I didn't. I mean, I appreciate Triple H more now that I'm older. I think I was more of an Undertaker kid growing up. So oh, yeah. that was my guy, especially in the ni- early nineties. I loved the undertaker with the, the gray gloves and the purple gloves.
1: Oh yeah. That's the old school undertaker yeah. right there. So,
0: I mean, I rent that's 94 off. Royal rumble. Like it's nobody's business or try actually try to <laughs> find Royal rumble 94. Like it's nobody's business. That was like my Holy grail to, <laughs> to watch, that, watch that, watch uh, that tape.
1: Yeah. We all have that favorite pay-per-view for yeah. me, man. It's Wrestle 17. I'll never forget that. Okay.
0: One. Have you have you been to a wrestling event like uh do you have have you been to one of those pay per view events? Uh
1: when I was a kid yeah. I was actually at uh a WWE event. It was WWF at the time. Yeah. But um it was actually when Stone Cold went heel for the first time. Oh wow. And yeah, WWE event, but um recently last year I actually got hired to do I I mean I guess it's kinda wrestling, but Hmm. I was a judge. a pretty guest judge for. we well, started out as a guest, and then uh, I got hired in as a judge for lingerie fighting championships, which is like kind of wrestling. Yeah. it's uh, girls in thongs, yeah, yeah, lingerie yeah. fighting each other in, in the ring, and sometimes in the
0: cage. <laughs> they do Va- a lot of pro- fascinating. You, how do you it's, like uh, how do you like doing that? Yeah, so. What was that? I said, how do you like doing how is how is that? Like what's that like? What, how do you like it?
1: Oh man, it's crazy! I have, uh, I have YouTube videos. Um, <laughs> I had a fan to follow me <laughs> mm-hmm. for those nights. It was going to be great. Oh my gosh! And uh, I, thing, and it's, uh, it's pretty wild, man. I never thought, like, coming here that I'd be doing, you
0: know, wild stuff like that. Mm. I mean, we we'll in there. <laughs> you sound more like Ric Flair than a uh, Triple H, to be honest. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: You're more styling and profiling, dude. <laughs>
1: That's what everybody else is saying, too. Like the limo riding. Yeah. Jet
0: flying, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, the jet flying next.
0: Yeah, Okay. Okay. I'll hold you to that one.
1: <laughs> All right. And, uh, you know, financially.
0: <laughs> hey, one thing at a time, right?
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: So uh, going back to the acting a little bit, too. Um, so I saw you do Trapped in the Web. How did you get into that thing?
1: So I got into that. Uh, one of the first films I did out here was called Clicker, Okay. and the, the antagonist I was a clown. <laughs> I was a killer clown. I feel like everybody has their stage where they do the whole uh, the clown thing in the yeah. indie film industry. And uh, the producers of that actually wanted to build off and do like something based off more like my personality. They mm-hmm. wanted to bring more of my personality out, and they thought it'd be good on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So we started doing that, and I started doing like uh, movie reviews yeah. and you know, like lifestyle vlogs. And uh, we're, we're kind of still finding like what we're doing with the channel, really. Like, yeah. uh, despite coming up on May 2nd, I think that would make one hell of a documentary on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I know myself, I love watching like really long stuff on YouTube, not yeah. just like, like oh,
0: shit. What, what anyways, I can't. Well, like I watched for a second. Can you, you? You said you liked watching long uh, yeah. documentaries, and then I like heard a car boat go by.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah. Yeah, here everybody likes the rev engine <laughs> for some reason. Um, yeah, I, I don't like watching like short, like three minute, thirty second clips. So no. I like holding the long stuff. So I think I'm gonna go more with like you know hour, forty five minute documentaries. Oh, wow. I think I'm gonna do one building up to my fight and my wife's fight. She's a mm. uh, a professional fighter. I'm not sure if you knew that. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. 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 Um, are you guys starting to film that now? Or are you going to film that when you get back?
1: Um, Right when I get back to Vegas in about three weeks. I'm taking a vacation up here for three weeks. Okay. Uh, it was like three years of just chaos. Now I was working back to back. Oh, yeah. You know? Now I feel you. Uh, I did that where I had to be on set every Sunday for a year straight. So I really couldn't visit anywhere do anything outside mm-hmm. of Vegas. Oh wow! And now I'm kind of just you know hanging out, drinking, enjoying the family.
0: And
1: mm-hmm. three weeks is back to work.
0: Nice, nice. Well, you know what was that? What was that gig that you were doing every Sunday then? Which one? What was the gig you were doing every Sunday? Oh, that one was.
1: Uh, it's uh, called Pops and Gambino. Okay. And it's on the Vegas network. It's going to be on the Vegas network. It hasn't aired yet. Mm. But uh, we did a whole season of it. And it's going to be aired on the Vegas Network. Uh, it's basically like we interview like random pro wrestlers, like indie pro wrestlers from like FSW, okay. uh, Alley Pro Wrestling. And it's with me. I'm Gambino, obviously. And Pops is uh, Media Hall of Famer Aaron Phillips.
2: Oh, okay.
1: That's and yeah, cool. uh, it's a network ran by Ken Johnson. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's it's going to be a new network. And I'm pretty excited for it, man.
0: When's that launch?
1: Um, it was supposed to originally launch in October, mm-hmm. but they had a pushback, and then they did another series. So you know how those things work. Yeah. Uh, we're just I'm just the actor in it, so I'm just kind of letting it ride. Gotcha, gotcha. But um, my job in it is I'm basically like uh, I'm like the color commentator guy, the you know the guy that says funny stuff when a when it gets too serious.
0: <laughs> so are you Jr. So or Jerry my, King Lawler? Uh,
1: yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> or Tony Schiffani. Yeah, I'm a puppy guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> so, all right. So, so you're coming. So you're coming back. in this documentary. Um, what else have you done? You done? Oh my god, I saw the A Wolf thing. The or Am I saying that correctly? The A Wolf. You know,
1: I've done like three films with that company. And oh, I yeah? still don't know how to. I still don't know how to pronounce the name.
0: I'm just going to start spelling it out, I think.
1: <laughs> well, uh, the director was telling me one day that the name came from like uh, an anger management class. Like that was his thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they have like Woosa. Yeah, yeah. That was his like, oof, or some, some shit like okay.
2: that. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> but,
1: yeah, uh, that that's my favorite uh, director's in Vegas, for sure. He's yeah. coming up. And uh, he's uh, he. Uh, our last film actually won an award. Oh, nice. And um, yeah, he's submitting his stuff left and right, man. Mm. Uh, yeah, a lot of us are just like coming up at the same time here in Vegas, which I love. Yeah. Because everybody's just pushing each other. Mm-hmm. And we all have something to contribute to each other. Yeah. So it just works out when we all work together.
0: Yeah, definitely. And that's uh, one of the things I talk about on the podcast. We get into it later on, usually when we finish the journey part of you, is we talk about the community and like what are the strengths, what are the weaknesses, what can we do to, you know, get to the next level together as a community. And, you know, right. and that's a really important thing that I, I want to try to figure out because this community is very weird also, in a sense. If you, I mean, you've been here now for, you doing this for a year. So, I mean, let me ask you that. Yeah. Then. What, what do you think are the strengths and weaknesses of this community?
1: So, the strengths about this community is it's a small community. Yeah. All the actors and actresses know each other and we all work together and we all <laughs> help each other. Mm-hmm. The weakness of this community is it's a small community. <laughs> <laughs> it's do We all work together. How we do it? Yeah. So, for example, uh, a lot of actors, you know, try to do their own films every now and then, mm-hmm. you know, just fuck around, get bored, and, yeah. you know, it, it's fun to do. So, we'll post casting calls. Mm. Sometimes I don't, don't have pay. Yeah. And if you don't have, you have to have copy, credit, meal and all that stuff. And, um, I posted a casting call that was like, you know, I'm not going to pay anybody. This is like a one to two day shoot. Yeah. Easy shoot. Face out there. I'm going to submit this to a couple festivals. Probably. We'll see what the fuck happens.
2: Yeah.
1: But, uh, happy credit meal. And it's a 420 friendly set. Yeah. You're probably guessing where I fucked up.
0: <laughs> um, I'm guessing so, copy credit me. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, saying uh, it's a 420 friendly set was not the greatest idea in Las Vegas when you have some really old, bitter actresses mm-hmm. that aren't really weed friendly. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So, like, I kind of got banned from one of those groups because mm-hmm. I pissed off one person, and well, that's that. Uh, that happens really like really frequently yeah, in yeah. Las Vegas. Can I ask you a question? Uh, like, then, you know, everybody knows
0: everything. Yeah. Can I, can I ask you a question about, I'm trying to to sound like a dick. Did you learn anything from doing that by the way? Like, did you like learn like, you know, what did you learn I from did. that experience?
1: Um, I learned to basically, I guess not be as open, mm-hmm. even though weed is in Las Vegas, it's still offensive to some people for mm-hmm. some reason. So even though like, this is a thing she like messaged me. Yeah. And she was like, oh, there's like, you know, producers from California that are on this post and stuff. And yeah, I kind of, can I, I message her back? But I was honest. I said, hey, I've gotten high with some of those producers from
2: California. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was like, and uh, she's telling me that she would never be on a set that has uh, weed or alcohol, which is kind of crazy because we've done films together that like, uh, the scene in the film is me smoking weed with strippers. Yeah, And I just, I bring real weed because it's legal, and I'm just like, fuck it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, so like, I'm literally, like, I don't know. She just doesn't make sense, man. And Yeah. It, it's uh, it's her opinion, and I don't want to talk bad about her, yeah, but you know, everybody has to. I mean. But it, it goes to make one person mad who's kind of high up there, mm. and then that can fuck you up for, for everybody else. So, yeah, I definitely learned a lesson to basically be more humble. yeah. And,
2: yeah.
0: Open. I mean, that's what this industry is about—being humble as well, and also too. Like, honestly, I, I'm just playing both devil's advocate, seeing both sides of the story. I see where both of you come from, and I understand where she comes from as much as you come from. So I, I get it. I get both sides of the right. story. So
2: yeah, this, it doesn't look
1: very professional yeah. <laughs> for yeah. me to do that. I agree with that. But um, you know, to be to be honest, in a bad way. Yeah. Uh, a lot of these producers are kind of they kind of hire me for that unprofessional uh attitude, not with like not showing up. I, yeah. I show up on time mm-hmm. and i don't show up belligerently drunk or anything like that. Yeah. But I'm known for showing up and, you know, just kinda of being swaggy and doing my own fucking yeah. thing and smoking on set and and every a lot of people are just cool with that and they yeah. like that character. And they want that character in their film. Mm-hmm. And they play just a real life character but they put it in their
0: films anyway. So yeah.
1: Or, you know, it just doesn't go over with some people. Yeah. And I get that. Not everybody's not going to get along, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah gotcha. And uh, did you film that film yet? Or um, are you still working on that kinks? Uh, which one? The one that you were talking about that you posted about? Did you film that one?
2: Oh, okay. I'm
1: still working on that one. Okay. Yeah, I'm still working on that one. It's actually, uh, it's in the very beginning process. Gotcha, Basically, gotcha. Basically, every, everything's ready to go. I just need to perfect the
0: script. and. Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm not a script writer, so I yeah. just wrote the story. I'm a script writer and all that stuff.
0: What's it about if I may ask?
1: Uh it's it's kinda like it's a it's a scary movie, but it has well it's a scary short. Mm-hmm. It's literally gonna be like maybe two and a half minutes at most. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be like a two day filming.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh it's just it's a really cliche horror short. Okay. So it's like, you know, a little bit of uh boobs, a little bit of drugs a lot of violence you know
2: yeah
1: and uh you know some funny shit it's not it's not to be taken seriously it's just uh something to have fun with and i think it's going to do really well nice. so, um,
0: well i heard it was gonna be really well and then you cut out oh sorry i yeah. said it's gonna be really well i gonna put a lot into it oh good good man i, I hope it i hope it does well for you man Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I forgot to ask you too. Uh, but did, I don't know if you answered this either. I think I mentioned this, but did you go for any acting classes now that you've been doing the acting thing for like last year?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Mm. You know, uh, I think workshops are better than acting classes just okay. from personal experiences. Yeah. Uh, brutal, brutal workshops out there that are like, uh, like $180 for 10 hours. Oh, wow. Like a day. And... They'll just they'll just kill you for ten hours, man. But it's yeah. still worth it. Um, I gotta give a shout out. Speaking of that, a shout out to Marco Sant—I think
2: Santos—is
1: mm-hmm. his last name. Marco. He runs uh, Marco.tv. Marco TV. Okay. And the dude is a genius. Like anybody in Las Vegas, Henderson, Summerlin area that wants to learn acting, go to that guy. That oh, okay. guy is uh, expensive, but he's the man. Nice. So yeah, I definitely. I've definitely been doing a couple, you know, acting classes and stuff like that, mm. especially for the roles who uh, aren't, aren't so much me. Yeah. But I gotta be honest for the typecasting, man, it's, uh, I haven't had to do a lot of acting yeah <laughs> they well. just ask me as myself a lot of times.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Uh, but in those classes too, in the workshops, are you learning the different, um, you know, styles of acting like the Meisner, the Stadler, uh, Adler, oh, yeah. And my whatever, uh, Strausberg. Which one's your favorite? Do you have a favorite or you're like I like all um, of them and I just make sure. them into my own?
1: The miser technique is interesting. Oh, oh it gets hilarious. Yeah. And <laughs> uh acting class and and uh workshops are not too fun, mm-hmm. but the Meisner always makes it a fun time. Oh yeah. You know, like yelling at each other. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so it's pretty good, man. Nice. Nice. And um So Meisner. Oh my god. I, you know what's funny? I think everyone on this podcast has been a Meisner person.
2: Really? Yeah,
1: I, I I'm pretty not, sure. That's when you repeat it back and forth, right? What was that? That's when you repeat it back and forth, right?
0: I think so. You know what? I'm terrible at remembering the styles because it's, there's so many and like I'm like, I always try to figure yeah. it out, but I think everyone has said they're Meis- they do Meisner more than anything else.
1: Yeah, I'm green as hell of this, but
0: yeah.
1: I know the ones who repeat it back and forth, that's my favorite, it okay. just it just gets a little fun after a while. <laughs> if, if you're a good actress or actor, it's a good time.
0: Yeah. Uh what was it? So you're doing that, you're doing this, you're doing a lot of things, man. What else you got coming up in twenty twenty?
1: Oh man, uh well I just got a call back on three different films at once. Congratulations. So that's 2020 uh i got a film that's called what is it like card reader Mm -hmm. or something i think that's a tv show actually for hbo and uh i'm gonna be another gangster on that of course
2: okay (laughs) Uh,
1: i think the other two are actually gangster films too
2: not too shabby but
1: yeah i'm just staying busy uh a lot of the stuff that i've done since i've only been doing it for a year Mm. a lot of the shit that i've done hasn't been even released yet yeah other than short film mm. and, and the music videos.
2: Yeah.
1: But the cool. biggest, I think the biggest film I was ever in, is called uh bad president. Okay. And that's when I worked with Britton. And uh, yeah, that was like um, a three day shoot with me. Cause they're just like kind of filming all over the place.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But when I came through Las Vegas, I was the security guard in the
0: film. Okay, nice. So you weren't typecasted. Yeah, for once, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was a security guard in hell, actually.
1: Oh. I had like a suit on.
0: <laughs> All right. So, you said security guard in hell?
1: Yeah, yeah. Fascinating. Well, the premise, like, without giving too much away, yeah, uh, like, he sold his soul so Donald Trump could become president or mm-hmm. something like that. <laughs> and it's a really political movie. And, yeah. I'm not the type, po- so I don't really pay
2: attention.
0: Gotcha. Um, what was, you said something, oh my God, I just blanked down on it. Oh, about the, you said you were in, you've been doing, obviously you said you've been you're doing this for a three year and, uh, you know, you've been seen. you haven't seen a lot of projects come out though. Right. Is that what you're saying? You Is I don't want to like miss. Oh, uh,
1: so, like the small projects have all came out already. Yeah. Most of them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a lot of the big stuff that I've done, like I've done, I've worked on a Netflix series that yeah. hasn't come out yet. Okay. Uh, I worked with Hulu. That's already out. Yeah. Uh, that
0: film that's coming out on President's Day. Okay.
1: Because
0: so. I was hey, going to ask <laughs> you Um. Sorry. No, it's all good. Uh, I was asking you because about the whole like movies not coming out. I mean, I think that's a weakness in this community as well where people say they're going to do stuff and then a lot of it doesn't show uh-huh. until like, you know, a year or two or three later and you and you finally see something yeah. and, it, and it's not the movie it's like just a trailer or something.
1: You know what? Yeah, Absolutely. And because of Las Vegas, another problem with Las Vegas is yeah. it's not LA, and yeah. people from LA come over to Las Vegas and they take advantage of the
2: actors here. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, for example, Bad President was uh, one of the worst experiences I've had on set, and it was the biggest film I've ever—I don't know—it was the biggest, but it was one of the one of the biggest to me because mm-hmm. I know who Eddie Griffin is. Yeah, uh, films on. Like- and it was just a horrible experience. It wasn't good pay mm-hmm. compared to some of the smaller shit I've done. Yeah, uh, the actors weren't treated good. Mm. We were in a holding area that was horrible. Oh shit! And uh, I've actually thought about telling that story on set or on stage uh, one day. So oh. it's pretty wild, man. Working with Eddie Griffin was a hell of an experience.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool, though. Yeah, I met him once yeah, actually. To-
1: <laughs> but, uh, not not so much anymore.
0: Yeah, he's a nice dude.
1: Yeah, I'm sure to uh, a lot of people. <laughs> we just uh, didn't get along too well.
0: Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make for a good uh, <laughs> uh, set chemistry.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, two two guys button heads. I guess it yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I think my suit was than his, Maybe that was the problem.
0: <laughs> so, what is there any other weaknesses or strengths that you see in the community that have you noticed?
1: Uh, for Las Vegas?
2: Yes,
0: yes, sir.
1: Obviously, I mean, just the our our city is the most beautiful set in the fucking world. Yeah, you know, it's like you don't even have to have anything. Yeah, yeah. You just go outside, film, and there's just beautiful shit all around you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know
2: what I mean? Yeah, there is. I
1: feel like that is probably the best thing about living in Las Vegas because you got, you know, you got the desert, mm-hmm. you got, you know, the the downtown area outside. It's it's all beauty. And it all worked so well on film. And I'm a, uh, what the fuck is that guy's name? Who's the guy that directed Bad Boys Two? I think it's Matt. Michael Bay. Matt. Yeah, Michael Bay. Yes, that guy is one of my favorite directors. Why is and that? It's because of the over saturation, mm. the color on his He always seems to choose Miami because it's all nice and yeah. and blue and green and you know, mm. and that's that's my type of film, man. I like films that. Are better than real life, cause, you know. You gotta yeah. escape somehow.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, films are escapism. So, I mean, there you go. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So, yeah, I'm not a film fan of those films that are like, all, you know, have like a dark or a gray tone to them. And yeah, you know, everybody's got yeah, I'm I'm too hyper for that. I guess
0: understandable. I mean, every everyone has their own style and like what they like and prefer most. So it's not like you know I can't judge you for liking Michael Bay films. So yeah. I have,
1: but I'm not a good in liking films either because one of my favorite films is Crank, and, that's okay. how it's <laughs> and <laughs> that one was horrible.
0: That's a good movie though. Too. But I like. I don't
1: know. I like dumb shit sometimes. Yeah,
0: dumb shit's always fun though. Too. <laughs> it, 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 like I, I'm a Mel Brooks fan, so I mean that's dumb. Dumb comedy. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean. So, any any other weaknesses, any other strengths that you see before we get into the last part of that uh, question? Uh,
1: when it comes to like Las Vegas, yeah, Las Vegas. We're, we're talking scenes. about Las
0: Vegas. We're, that's that's where we're uh, trying to make our main focus here.
1: Yeah. So the talent, mm-hmm. of the talent is definitely underrated. There's a lot of actors and actresses here that should be in way bigger films that look that have the star yeah. it'll look to them and everything. But they're like I don't want to say stuck in Vegas. Yeah. But Vegas, it's just like Vegas is a big town, but compared to real Hollywood, Vegas yeah. just feels so damn small. And we're so underlooked compared mm-hmm. to uh Hollywood and LA. Yeah. But I feel like I feel like the more our city's expanding, we have a fucking football team now. Yep. Next thing you know, we're gonna have a team, basketball, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's gonna be wild, man. And there's nothing but air and opportunity and land to build, you know, it's just getting mm-hmm. bigger and better. Since I've been there in three years, the fucking skyline has changed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And so, don't forget the Madison Square Garden thing so, that's coming yeah. out, too. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. That's going to really change the skyline. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Um,
1: well, I love I did home until I came to Las Vegas.
0: Yeah, man. I love Vegas. I've been here for almost seven years. Or seven years, oh, wow. actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, I love it. Best thing that ever happened to me. Um, you know, I have that... I have to ask you this because this is about my like. This is my theory about the actors? I mean, I see a lot of actors uh, like out there. You know, I hear a lot of things about actors too, where a lot of them aren't good or they're not like. You know, there's a small group I think that are mainly really good in Vegas that are you know trying to you know get out and get up and do their thing and chase the frames. But there's a lot that just you know say they're actors and they're just you know background extras, but they're not really trying. So, you to- know,
2: you're talking
1: about those self loathing been mm-hmm. doing it for like 30 years, yeah, and still doing like crowd work for Game Show Network type yeah. actors. <laughs> yeah, I definitely know exactly what you're talking about, man. Yeah. Uh, I was talking about that the other day. Um, So one of my first gigs was a music video. Oh, I was a featured cameo for a music video for mm-hmm. Yellow Beezy, produced by Pharrell Williams. Okay,
2: cool. That was a huge. Yeah.
1: And uh, we're at the Palms, the best uh, suite that they have. It's supposed to be like $200,000 a night. I don't believe them, but that's what they said.
2: And I don't like believe the them either. Ever.
1: Yeah, right. And it's the nicest suite ever. Mm. There's girls and songs and bikinis and alcohol everywhere, and yeah. we're partying. And I look next to this guy; I'm just having a blast. And this guy next to me's me, been doing this for a long time. And he's looking at me; he's like, "Man, this is bullshit. Mm. We ain't getting paid for over hours, and I, I don't know why we're over here over twelve hours." and yeah. Like, I'm just looking at that guy. Like, do you have any idea where the fuck you are right now? You know, yeah. like some people don't appreciate what this is and some people are just happy with staying background actors and chasing those Craigslist ads Yeah, they're looking you know basically rounding up cattle because uh, people are too lazy to go to game shows nowadays and be mm. crowd for free Yeah, so they pay them like dollars <laughs> dollars it's, uh, it's just crazy man uh, yeah. I've done a lot of gigs and it's pretty degrading to be honest mm. to be like, I, I don't want to call myself, like, a real actor. Yeah. But I've been a paid actor since I started. Most of my work I've
0: done is paid. Mm. And Well, you're also so a growing then, actor, too. Sorry to cut you off, but you're a growing actor. You're 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 getting this yeah, consistent absolutely. gig, so you are growing. You're not... Yeah.
1: Right, yeah. Like, I, I do my best to get dialogue roles, mm-hmm. heavy dialogue and improv and stuff like that. And eventually, I'm going to do theater and all that stuff. So I don't want to just stay, you know, the guy in the background sipping the fucking yeah. coffee. So that's just done as hell. Yeah. And I've done gigs like that where me as a real actor, I show up and I'm working beside people mm-hmm. that literally have to fucking add off Craigslist, yeah. you know, and I'm like, bust- and they're just there, you know, just like showed up and ain't real actors and shit. So I, yeah, a lot of that happens in Vegas, man. And it, mm. it sucks. It really does suck.
0: Yeah. So what do you think we can do as a community to help us get to the next level?
1: I think that we need to stop. Even though I just I was just talking about posting mm. and add up to, for like free work. Mm. I think it needs to stop so much, man. Like one or two days of free work is fine, especially yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna put that film on IMDb mm. and you're gonna submit it, you know, for for um festivals and stuff like that. Yeah, that that's all fine. Yeah, but like I've seen so many roles that are asking for free work mm-hmm. like for so long for literally nothing like it'll just be a no, no name fill. and they'll be like oh you get copy and credit like whatever. what the fuck does that mean They don't pay the bill <laughs> no, I got there's Pampers
0: there's only so much <laughs> you can put the free into freelance as I like to say
1: yeah exactly like if you're gonna if you're gonna like if you're gonna do it for free there has to be a reason like exactly. for example I started doing free work because that's what I should do to build up and yeah. to get in front of the camera and all that stuff. Even though when my first gig was paid, I still did free work after that because I wanted to get used to it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But like nowadays I don't do free work unless it's like super heavy dialogue.
2: Yeah.
1: And it's something I can put in my reel or yeah, something yeah. that I can because if it's just me. Like if I drive an hour you know, outside of Vegas for me to be in the background partying on a fucking film, you know, that's not, it's just not worth it.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. You just got to pick and choose and be careful as actors because they'll take advantage of
2: you out here. Yes. Or anywhere really.
0: No, no, you, you, that's a true point though. I mean, that's, I mean, Vegas is just a transient town also that, 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 I mean, being taken advantage of is probably a bigger thing than anywhere else. I would, I would say, I mean, I'm not, saying it's like a factual thing, it's just my opinion.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Any anything else, uh, that you think that can help break the glass, you know, get us to the next level?
1: Um, as for Vegas, man, I think we're already there. I think you we're think already so? evolving. And we're already we're already on our way. Like since okay. I've like, since since I've been there, I've been seeing so many producers just pop up left mm. and right. You know, and all these guys have so much talent. They're all working together, and it seems like we're all helping each other. Okay. Most of us, most of us are all helping each other to get to the same goal. Yeah. And that's Hollywood Vegas. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I have a question. Let me ask you this, sir. Because this has been a constant. Mm-hmm. Let me. This has been a constant like um, weakness that I've, uh, we talked about on the show a lot. Let me see if you agree with this. Do you feel that the Vegas film community is fractured? It feels clickish. Like, like how? Like you know, um, you know, people only work with certain people. You know, I mean, then again, you are probably a different breed where you work with everyone, right? So, yeah, have, have you seen that? Have you have you witnessed that firsthand? Where you know it feels, you know, there it feels like you know, there's a fracture. There is a, a you know a click. It's it. It's it. Yeah,
1: um, there's a new company. I don't want to name any names. I've mm-hmm. learned uh, enough it as it
2: is.
1: <laughs> but there's a new company out yeah. right now. Probably know what I'm talking about. They've been killing it on the commercial side, the advertising side, and they're constantly putting out there that they're looking for new faces to hire in Vegas. And uh, it seems like they're a little partial. Mm. Um, but you know, I like personally, I haven't noticed that too much. Yeah. But I have noticed a lot of film, a lot of producers that work with the same actors and yeah. stuff. But luckily, it seems like I have a face that like can fit in a lot of movies.
0: Yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, That's good.
1: I have have seen it a little bit.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll ask you off camera because I don't know if I know what company you're talking about, but I'll ask you off off the record.
1: Yeah, I got you for sure.
0: Um, Yeah, because, you know, also like just going back to this whole, you know, clickish thing again, it's it's great for you being around, you know, different people and stuff like that because you you grow more also because working with the same people as you would probably know too. you know, you become stagnant and you're not really learning new things.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I'm uh, a bit of a whore in the community. As like, I go everywhere and work with everybody. <laughs> you are not a whore, sir. You are just a hard worker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm got kind of known for that. Uh, uh, some people get mad about it, but you know what? You got to do. you got to yeah. uh, make money. Well,
0: I'm hey man, a you're, a, you're a frame chaser, dude. You're a frame chaser.
1: Absolutely, i uh, being a full time actor. You have to stay busy. Yes. If you you know apartment for fifteen hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. You have to get fifteen hundred
0: dollars worth of acting work in because you're asking
1: work a drug mod or something. Yeah, you know, what I, mean? you know I get you. And uh, so I stay busy for sure.
0: I mean the hustle too out here is different. Like I'm I know you're from Ohio. I, I mean I'm not from Ohio, so I don't really know what the hustle is like being from there. You know working, but you're you're an East Coast person with the you know blue collar worker and that with probably a fa- blue collar family and like we're hard workers because I'm I'm from Jersey originally. So you know I grew up in a blue collar. Oh, okay blue collar town so you know i understand yeah. hard work and hustle so i and i uh, i'm yeah. guessing you know that too being from ohio
1: yeah for, yeah for me man like growing up i've never had much mm-hmm. so like once I seen it, and, like i seen it right there from for me yeah i definitely took advantage of it yeah <laughs> and i i took it all at once and that three years was kind of crazy on me so mm-hmm. uh, at least i got a little Break
0: right now oh, that's good. I'm glad you're taking a break man. uh I'm glad you got a fight coming up you you got a lot going on on your plate- I hope you the best. I wish you the best. Is there any um you know last minute last minute last uh words of advice uh golden nuggets that you wanna to give to the people
1: uh sure, definitely man so when I came to Las Vegas, I'll <laughs> make this as quick as i uh i left I got a title loan on a little hoopy car that i bought for 1500 dollars i got a title loan on it mm-hmm. for a thousand bucks and it was like about to break breakdown i didn't have any insurance i didn't have any air conditioning yeah. and i packed up all my and i said fuck it let's go to vegas and i came to vegas and if i would have thought logically i would have never made it there but like i didn't let logic hold me back yeah. and i let Dreams take over more than logic. And because I believed in dreams more than what other people told me in logic, I'm making it. So I feel like everybody kind of take a look at that and consider that when they feel like they should be somewhere, maybe they should.
0: Very nice, man. Very nice. I like that. I like that a lot. And I'm gonna recommend something to you, man. I'm, you you can take it if you want. You can. You don't have to. But there's a book called "Be Obsessed or Be Average," and I think you should te- definitely take a look at that book because I think you would really appreciate that. And really, like, you're obsessed already, getting to that next level and all that shit. You will two times yourself, man. You will. And I highly recommend listening to the audio book of that because the guy who speaks will yeah, uh, make you uh, jump through walls. <laughs>
1: That sounds like an airplane ride right there,
2: man. <laughs> yeah.
0: It is. Well the guy has a G is on his G five jet, like with his arms out, funny enough that you mentioned airplane ride. Yeah,
1: I definitely gotta check that out, man.
0: Yeah. And um what's your social media by the way?
1: Um, I'm really I'm not too heavy on social media, but if you wanna check me out on Instagram, it's trappin' over Vegas and on Facebook it's just Trap Gambino. I'm on IMDB and all that stuff, too. But, you know, right now, man, I feel like uh, I got to work harder to be more more out there on social media. Yeah. There's plenty of YouTube videos with me out there. I got vlogs and yeah. uh, lifestyle vlogs and everything like that. So, okay. A lot of stuff on the internet.
0: Nice, man. Hey, thank you so much for being on the show, by the way. It was a pleasure. It was a nice yeah, getting thanks, to know you, too.
1: Brother. Yeah, it was a good chat.
0: Yeah. And thank you guys again for listening. Uh, I can't do this out with the love, love and support of my frame chasers. So I hope you guys are getting that knowledge because I'm getting the knowledge from the people that have it and giving it to the people that need it. And you guys need not don't need it. You guys would like to listen to it hopefully and gain some knowledge from that. Actually, let me, I had to f- change that phrase around. Cause that phrase is kind of like mean, I feel like in a sense, just the wording, but again, guys, thank you. We're on Spotify. We're on, uh, anchor we're on apple podcast we're on stitcher on overcast we're on almost every podcast platform that you can think of besides a few like luminary and some other things too but guys check us out subscribe we'd love to hear those subscriptions or get those subscribers up we also love to get those ratings too so rate us please if you can and again guys i can't do this without the love and support of you guys again have a great day have a great week have a great month have a great year we'll hopefully catch you next wednesday on chasing the frame peace and thank you again track yeah no
1: problem brother have a good one